G'day, dorks, and welcome in to Lords of Dorktown. I'm your host. My name is Philip. Thank you for joining me. Uh, with me in the studio tonight is one of my pals, a very handsome chap, uh, Tyo. How are you doing, Tyo? Yeah, really well, thanks, Phil. How are you? Pretty good, mate. We haven't had you on since the Castlevania. I think it was the first episode we released you were on. Yeah, yeah, it was. it's good to be back, man. I'm excited. We recorded a few in between there that will never see the light of day. Cause yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> they were very bad. Uh, so what's been going on, buddy? How you been? Yeah, pretty well, thanks, man. Just, you know... Working, you know, chilling. Working, dad life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, uh, we don't, not to time stamp it too much, but, you know, Father's Day has just been. Did you have a good, yeah. have a good Father's Day? Yeah, it was good. Got bacon pancakes. Bacon pancakes. Yeah, that's my oh, treat. I wish you had told me that before because I 100% would have got the bacon pancakes oh. sample from Adventure Time. Adventure Time. Yeah, oh. we, were, we were singing that a lot. The girls oh. love to sing Adventure Time. They sing Marceline's Daddy, Why Did You Eat My Fries quite a lot at me. Yeah, Adventure Time has heaps of good sing-alongs, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I had a, I had a pretty chill day on uh, Father's Day myself. Ended up working, but um, we went out to, went out to like, a, a pub feed for that night because, you know, Rona, Rona um, restrictions aren't that strict where we are, so we can still yeah. go out and live. <laughs> um, we went out to have a pub feed, and, um, like, okay, so I'm a chef, right? You know that. The yes. listeners should know that. Like, I'm yes. a chef. And I went to a pub feed, and it's a local pub. You don't expect anything you know, amazing. So I ordered the Wagyu beef burger, right? <laughs> Mate, if that wasn't just a frozen fucking meat patty from Carl's. <laughs> <laughs> they just put some bacon fat strips in oh, there and make it, it was real wagyu brutal. <laughs> I, I was, like, so disappointed, like... Yeah, and um, uh, my wife she's a she's a vegetarian, and she got a like a she got cauliflower steaks. And How did that go? It was legitimately just if you got a like so picture a cauliflower, right? Yeah, and then just slice horizontally a big section of it. Yeah, and then pan fry it without seasoning. Really? Yeah, no, no, no like, crumbing, nothing. nothing. No, no seasoning. Like, wow, it was like okay, and, uh, like Australia. I feel like is known for a pub feed. Like I feel like it's something yeah, that we have a bit of. We're the highest meat consumers per capita as well. Yeah, and like pubs kind of, you know, hold most of that accountable. But yeah. man, letting us down. I, I can't remember the last time <laughs> I had a decent, decent pub feed. Yeah, they're few and far between. I know, especially in like regional where we are. Like, yeah, I get, I get some good ones where I am. Yeah, you're a bit. You get a bit more variety where you are. We're a bit yeah. far apart. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we should uh, we should probably crack on to topic today because we have a bunch to talk about, dude. Yes. Oh. I've been so excited about this episode since uh, I think you floated it to me or I floated it to you. Yeah, you floated it to me. Yeah. It was really like, oh, amazing series. Oh, it's so good. Uh, you would have seen it in the episode description up top, but uh, today we are talking about Gravity Falls, which is a Disney series i think yeah. it originally aired on uh disney xd yeah which was like a foxtel did you have foxtel growing up no <laughs> that's crazy it's so weird because like 
I'm like, I grew up mad poor. Yeah, we were both really like, poor. Yeah, we grew up dirt poor. But for some, I don't know how my parents scammed Foxtel yeah, to get Foxtel. For I like, always thought that was crazy because I'd go to other people's houses. I'm like, you guys aren't any better off than me. Why the hell do you guys get Foxtel? I know. Foxtel? There was like <laughs> um, a legitimate part of my childhood where we didn't have electricity for like two weeks because we didn't pay the bill. <laughs> we still had that Foxtel box connected. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Foxtel bill was <laughs> bill was paid. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's wild. But yeah, um, so I didn't see this show when it originally started airing. I think I came to this around the time Disney Plus got released. Okay, yeah. Um, so this is, this is available to stream on Disney Plus, Gravity Falls. Um, I do have a bit of a synopsis, so we'll kick it off with that. So Gravity Falls... Uh, the series follows uh, follows the adventures of Dipper Pines and his twin sister Maple, who are sent to spend their summer with their great uncle Stan in Gravity Falls, Oregon, a mysterious town full of paranormal forces and supernatural creatures. The kids, as well as handyman Zeus and teenager Wendy, help run the Mystery Shack, a gift shop full of fake mysteries that may just be hiding the biggest mystery of all. Did you say Maple? I said Mabel. But uh, I, I no, I'm pretty sure I said Mabel. Yep. It is Mabel with a B. Yeah. There is actually a cracking joke about I was that. Just thinking about it's that. It's so Seuss. good. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Gravity uh, Falls is not only a fun, light-hearted, witty cartoon revolving around a, revolving around a lovable and relatable cast, but also a compelling mystery series full of twists and turns that will keep you engaged to the very end. That is an apt synopsis. <laughs> yes, very, very true. Nail like, on the head. Yes, honestly. Oh. So, um, amazing. Yeah. So just opening thoughts, broad speaking, Tyre, how'd you feel? What, what? Um, voice cast, amazing. Oh, Absolutely. So amazing. good. So, um, Mabel voiced by, um, Kristen Schaal or however you say it. Yeah. I was introduced to her through Flight of the Concords. Oh, she in Flight of the Concords. Yeah. She? Yeah. She amazing, amazing character in Flight of the Concords. She like creeps the band guys all the time. And then, oh, yeah. Yes, and then most people her. I think would know her from Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Yeah. But she's, she's been amazing. popping off in the voice acting scene for a while now. I love hearing her pop up and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. Um, also, Thorpe, Thorpe Van Orman, or have you pronounced his name? He is Gideon. So, as I was talking about before, little old me. So, oh. he is he's the voice of Flapjack, yes. which is uh, a love of mine as well. Too. Yeah, that's another series you were telling me you want to uh, review for this potto. I yeah. mean, if there's if there's listeners out there who want to go in on a Flapjack episode, I'm more than happy to watch more cartoons. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's kind of why I started it. the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I definitely love anime, but my... I have a broader knowledge of a lot of cartoons, yeah. I think so, than anime. Um, anything with Joey Diaz, um, Joey Diaz, Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> <laughs> Not jo- that would be a whole different cartoon. Yes. With Joe DiMaggio. A wildly different cartoon. Voice of Bender and Jake the dog. Yeah. He's, yeah, always good. Um, Nikki Yang, who is Bemo and Lady Rainicorn. Oh, yep. She's Candy. Yeah, just, I like, I can go on... Um, and I think I will. <laughs> um, John Oliver as well too. Yeah, he plays um, Sherlock Holmes in one of the first seasons. I yeah. think it's like episode eight or something like that. Yeah. Did um, you pick up on another voice actor that pops in for one episode that I was... I know me and you both fucking love this dude. Who? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, yes. Yes. His yes. episode's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. I like how they get 
meta in a lot of the ways. Like the second season is meta as like there is yeah. like legitimately whole episodes that are basically like a meta masterpiece. Yeah. A hilarious, but yeah, the voice cast is amazing. TJ Miller as well too. Wait, TJ Miller was in this? Yeah, he's Robbie. He's the boyfriend. Oh, is he the boyfriend? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, the wor- one of the worst characters in the series. Justin Roiland as well, of course. Yeah, you yeah. can you can tell there's a bit of influence in this series from Rick and Morty, actually. There's, yeah. I actually wrote down in my notes, there's two episodes that stick out, uh, the two episodes with Obviously, Justin Roiland in them. Landon. <laughs> Justin Roiland with one of his two voices that he's able yeah, to exactly. do. <laughs> For some reason, the uh, the voice actor who's getting the most work, who can only has the least amount of yeah. range. Like all of the lemon people in Adventure Time, yep. uh, is, is Morty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the two episodes that I hear appears in is the time traveling pig. I believe it's called. Yeah, I wrote it down here. Uh, time traveling pig, yes, uh, and also he appears in a season two episode, uh, Blandon's Game. Yes. So yeah, those two episodes are very Rick and Morty influenced. And actually, I kind I wrote this down in my notes. If if anyone out there is unsure about if they would like this show, and you know, are worried that they are not sure, I think those two episodes are probably a good one to for people to go into because they're kind of almost self-contained little little storylines. Yeah. And uh, it's very approachable from people who previously have like, excuse me, Rick and Morty. and Rick and Morty, I think also regular show. I get yes, a lot of yes. regular show vibes. Like the format, especially in the first season, is really reminded me of regular show, how it's like there's a relatively normal thing happens and then it gets weird mm. for the second half. Obviously, regular show does the two stories to a 30-minute block yeah, um, with ads included and the um, Gravity Falls does it one story. I think another one of my favourites that is a standalone episode you could watch is the Mormando. <laughs> the mermaid episode is the merman episode yeah, yeah he's amazing. <laughs> like I love that episode. There's, yeah, so many good jokes in that. Something that really gets me is I I've had a very bad experience in a um in the big banana at Coffs Harbour. Shout with, shout out to Coffs yeah, <laughs> shout out to Coffs Harbour. I got a used band aid stuck to my leg. Oh yeah. Really disgusting. We're You're in a bit of a germaphobe too, yeah. yeah. That would not have sat pretty up. with you. Absolutely messed me up. So when <laughs> at one point a band aid gets coughed up oh. Yeah, just just did me dirty. Wait, that, does that episode also have the gag at the end where Dipper gives him mouth to mouth <laughs> instead of mouth to reverse mouth. mouth to mouth right next to the ocean? Yeah, I was looking at that. Uh, the lake, yeah. I was like, that's so hilarious. good. Why don't they just roll him into the lake? It's and like, oh, it's, no, but this is a cartoon. And, and then, then they address legitimately, it. like, addressed, yeah. like, seconds later. Yeah. Um, We've spoken about how it's, like, uh, feels like this, well, this show is, like, you know, influenced by Rick and Morty, you know, Adventure Time, um regular show and stuff like this. Uh, but watching this, um, and I don't know if it's because I've, I've rewatched this series uh, earlier in the year, but watching this really reminded me of the X-Files. Okay. This yeah. is pretty much X-Files for kids. When you like, cause anyone out there who hasn't watched X-Files, there's two types of episodes in X-Files. There's monster of the week episodes. <laughs> and then there's the overarching plot episodes, like the story yeah. episodes. This show does exactly that, and because it, it's paranormal and super, uh, supernatural and all that stuff, 
it, uh, it just feels very X Files, and there's yeah, a conspiracy in it. And I definitely get that. Yeah, and it builds up and builds up. I, and I love. Yeah, I, I definitely see. But this show has a conclusion that's good, and it's not. <laughs> not you don't have to wait nine seasons. We should mention this too. This this series is a brief, like forty one episodes. Yeah. That doesn't sound brief to uh, many people out there, but if you're a fan of like anime and these like. Yeah. We are like a uh, spoiler alert for a future episode coming out. Like I'm, um, I'm starting to think about doing a Dragon Ball Z episode. Oh, far out! We, and we uh, have to do a whole series on that. Well, yeah, <laughs> we we're talking about it. We we're, we're thinking about doing a Dragon Ball series, a Dragon yeah. Ball Z series, and a Dragon Ball Super series, yeah. and then set a trash can on fire to put Dragon Ball GT in. <laughs> 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 but I was, I was looking at that. I was like, that is. So much time, but this yeah. this series it's forty one episodes, yeah, twenty you, minute episodes. You can pound this out. You compare in a that week even to regular show, which is brief. Yeah, it it's still it's still nothing compared to that. You look at Adventure Time, yeah, hundreds. Like this is, and yeah. I think, um, we mentioned it uh, in like um the Castlevania episode that we, we Castlevania is something that's short and sweet as well and we we want there to be more of that but yeah. this series I, I think I'm happy for it to be 40 episodes yeah I'm I, more than happy to walk away from this series now loving it and never needing any more that's that's the thing when it ended it was so perfect like it's it it really really did like it yeah. just it was like wow it's like when you go to a restaurant the portion sizes aren't what you have at home because you don't want to be sitting there like oh i'm stuffed you finish it you said mm, that was a good feed and yeah you, you're not over full you're not left wanting more and you're not left feeling gross like this yeah. this series i think wraps up almost perfectly um i have a f- like one nagging little thing that about the ending, but it's it's fine. Oh, I, we discussed before this. I don't think we're going to spoil the ending because if you're out there listening to this and you haven't watched Gravity Falls, I I highly recommend it. Yeah, go and watch it. Go and watch it right now. Disney Plus, you know, get a subscription. Um, it's relatively cheap. You can pound it out in a week. There's you know a bunch of stuff on there. Not it's that I like that the way Disney runs their company. I or think they're money hungry. The world. Yeah, yeah, they're money hungry little pigs. <laughs> but um, no, this this series is, I think, a must watch for any cartoon slash anime fans. Oh, I think yeah. mystery fans, like anyone who's in, intrigued by a good mystery series. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I love, um, I love the puns in the show. I love Duck Detective, the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> and when it comes round, that's another very meta episode. It's the Dungeons, Dungeons, and the Dungeons, Dungeons episode, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the season finale of the whole Duck Detective yeah. thing. And it's like they address how it's a little kid show, but then they say, "Oh yeah, but there's but also the, a lot of other jokes that kids don't get." Yeah, and so it's, it's yeah, it's very meta, very meta, yeah. And they're like, "Oh, he had a twin brother." Oh, I I guessed that <laughs> like episodes ago. Or, yeah. yeah, it's very. Yeah, that that episode is amazing. That's yeah. There's heaps of standout episodes that I've I've um, written down. I, I honestly, I think I could have written down every episode as a standout, or at least Basically, every episode yeah. having at least one joke or one set piece or one kind of plot point that I stopped and was like, "Wow, that's that's really good." Um, we've talked about a bit about just general overview of the series. I kind of want to get into um the characters of the series because um I'm 
definitely one to believe that any good series is nothing without a, a great main cast. I, I don't yeah. think that's too controversial to say. No, definitely. <laughs> um, so the two main characters that we get introduced from the start are the twins, Dipper and uh, Mabel Pines. Yeah. How did you feel about those two going into it? I love Mabel. I was unsure about Mabel from the start. I think I didn't come around to her for a few episodes on my first watch. Fair enough, yeah. Because she's, um, it's a character that you see a bit in, in uh, you know, cartoons that came out around this time. The the uh, hyperactive, non girly, girly girl. Yeah. Like she played off as both a girly girl character, but also a non girly girl character. Yeah. I, Does that I, make sense? Yeah, Am definitely. I, just I, I like that you're saying girly a lot. Oh, yeah, so many times. I like the balance, though, how it's really addressed because that's something a lot of girls missed out on a lot of relatable characters in cartoons. Yeah, it's almost like white men ruled the world for way too long and have fucked everything for everyone, right? No. No. <laughs> white men <Yeah>. are great. <laughs> yeah, they're the most... Um, oh, hands down, best race. Oh, and they're the most um, pros- persecuted people. Oh, the well, the white middle class middle aged man. It's the uh, hardest go for him. Not to mention the <laughs> rich white man. They've just had it. Rich white people have had it too hard for too long. Yeah, I like Give that she's into boys. I love like the she gets the girly girly side to it a bit, but she's not. She's an oddball. Her friends are like odd. Um, I love the animation detail that goes into the sweaters. They so, change the sweaters so often and, and I fucking love and it. And it connects to the story. Like yes. the sweater really says something yes. about her, which is cool for a cartoon where, like most cartoons, everyone stays in basically the same outfit except for they might put on a formal thing here or there. Yeah, I think she's the first character I've ever noticed that actually the animators bother to change their outfit on, you know, an episode-by-episode episode basis. Yeah, sometimes a couple of times in an episode. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've really appreciated the little um, subtleties in the animation. Like, I loved the weather vane, the what, the the weather vane instead of north, south, east, or west. Yeah, it yeah, says W-H-A-T. And uh, what, the big question mark. The, um, that, uh, that brings me to the, the, um, the intro of the show. I know we we're talking about Dipper and Mabel. We might jump back to them in a second. But now you just mentioned that the what sign on the top of the mystery shack, you get an amazing kind of breakdown of the series in the intro uh, song. You get to see, you know, some mystery stuff. You get to, you know, you see some real spooky stuff. It kind of sets the groundwork for this show being an actual mystery series. And not to mention it has an absolutely amazing um, uh, opening song that I, I think I've got here on my soundboard. This song... this and this is one of the few series that i don't skip the opening on i i love it i love the opening of this song and this oh, it's so good i bang on about openings all the time on this, yeah, me on this podcast but My i old housemate used to ask me about that you love the opening yeah i just think oh, the opening sets the scene for uh, any show and that that opening song comes in hard every time and i love it yeah definitely um Jumping back into the main characters for a second. So we talked about Maple. Uh, so Dipper Pines is arguably that he is the main character of the series. It's kind of revolves around his mystery yeah, kind of solvingness and whatnot. So what did you think of Dipper? I, I really liked him. Like he's a very cool character. I like the fact that he wasn't the standout in my opinion. 
It wasn't like, this is the main character and look how cool he is and everyone else yeah. is kind of dull to it. I, he was probably my third favourite character. Wow. Yeah. I, wow. Yeah. Third. Grunkle, Stan, Mabel, and then Dipper. Like, I just, I loved those two. I'm so happy that we have wildly different lists because <laughs> listeners would know if they listened to the uh, My Hero Academia episode uh, I recorded last week, but me and Jason were in agreement <laughs> literally everything. <laughs> like, everything. We're like, oh, so who's your favourite? Oh, is that your favourite too? Like, just that scene from Step Brothers where every time they... <laughs> Velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. Like, it was yeah. just... um No, but yeah, we have wildly different... Um, character list, which is great. But yeah, Dipper Pines, he's a, uh, the thing that he gets his, like his name Dipper because he has the big dipper on his wall. I completely, Hilarious. I forgot about that after it's introduced. <laughs> Comple- and it wasn't until like season two where he loses his hat in a scene and you see it again. I'm like, oh yeah, he's got the big dipper. Like if you haven't watched it, he has a birthmark that's literally just the big dipper the constellation, constellation yeah. on his forehead. If you haven't watched it, I don't want to say pause this because, you know, watch this, but pause this and come back and listen to this podcast and watch that cartoon. It's so good. I mean, I feel bad because we've literally said that about every series we've reviewed (laughs) so far, but this is an amazing series. Yeah, definitely. Well, we want to be doing the cream to crop. Maybe later down the track we'll go in and, yeah, this is all right. Yeah, no, definitely it's... It's fantastic. That's oh, so I good. Love it. And yeah, I was introduced to um, I was introduced to this through a H three podcast, like the H three H three YouTubers I watch. They did a charity thing when they had um, Justin Roiland and um, had Alex on as well too, and then they were talking a bit back and forth. And I was like, oh, what's this? What's this show that they're talking mm. about? And yeah, I was like, wow, this is. It's, it's fantastic, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, I stumbled across this show on Disney+, Plus, but I think before that I might have seen it in a Reddit thread. Okay. Um, which is weird because I feel like this show kind of, like there's a lot of people sleeping on this show. Like I, 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 I think so. Because for me, I'd put this show up there with your Rick and Morty's, your regular shows, that other shows we've been talking about. But this yeah. this should stand up there as an all-timer. I don't know. Maybe it's because of its short runtime, two seasons, but it's not a cancelled two seasons. It's no. a completed... It's Seinfelded it. It it ended on the on the top. Yeah, uh, it's just... it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why people are sleeping on this show. I think it was because it's really targeted to children. Like, the regular show has a lot more, like, chilling and grilling and yeah. drinking their soda and stuff. Um, there's so much psychedelic influence in Adventure Time yeah. because of Pendleton and this is really more like geared. I think the animation style is more geared towards towards children as well, but I feel like the themes in the show oh, definitely are more geared towards Yeah, you it's know. the kind of show that the kids who grew up watching it will watch it again later and be like, "Whoa, mind yeah. blown. That's what that is and that's what that joke means." And mm. yeah. Yeah, amazing. Uh, getting back to, to characters, you mentioned he was one of your favourite characters, if not your favourite character, Grunkle Stan. Oh, love him. He is, and we haven't even mentioned it, but in the studio right now, I might grab a picture. You are actually wearing a fez right now in yes. honour of Grunkle Stan. I'd like to say you wear this as a, as a as um just a normal run-of-the-mill day-to-day thing, but you don't, and it's... It's pretty great. So, yeah, Grunkle Stan, what 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 makes Grunkle Stan one of your favourite characters? Um, 
apart from the fact he rules. <laughs> yeah, just the complexity that he has as yeah. a character. The way that they... He's this good guy, bad guy, doesn't care. The way they set up his... He's trying to do everything for the right reasons. He's, Even if it doesn't seem like it at the time. Yeah, he really, really is. And they set this whole thing up that he could potentially be the like bad guy and could potentially be doing this sort of stuff, but he's just... He's just trying to help out his family. And it just, <clears throat> I just think he's, he's also funny. I like the, um, the wet blanket side of things of his, like how he's always putting a dampener on the kids. And his, yeah. Because the story isn't a story without struggle. And conflict and yeah. all this stuff. And yeah. he's a good source of that. At, yeah. well, it's, I think it's good in this show that the conflict and the struggle – the conflict and the struggle in a show like this, you would expect to normally come between the siblings. Yeah. And it never does. I think it comes maybe once or twice in the whole series. Very rarely, And yeah. it's so great that they make Dipper and a Maple, like a Mabel, yeah. a strong partnership. Like they are twins, brother and sister. Like in any other, in a lesser show, they would be enemies. Yeah. But in this show, they're best friends and I love their relationship. I love their dynamic. I like the little... Um the Freaky Friday face. Oh, off the Freaky that, Friday that. episode is so good. Yeah. So when that when that happens, that and it it's one of the things that in this show I, I love because it happens. And in normal shows, there'd just be a lot of freaking out and stuff. But in this show, when <laughs> when it happens, they just instantly like freak out and vomit and violently yeah. like <sighs> just scream and it's like an actual panic attack. I love it. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's awesome. Not like, what is this? What what happened? They just... That's <sighs> so good. Um, So there's two other kind of main characters that were mentioned in the synopsis. Um, the handyman Zeus and the teenager Wendy. Yeah. Now, both of these characters are in my top three. Yeah. Yeah, I, I Zeus is my number. One. I love Zeus. I can see that. I love Zeus <laughs> so hard. Like Zeus is amazing. Yeah. Um, the resemblance alone is <laughs> mean, but <laughs> there. Uh, Zeus is an amazing character. He is funny. Uh, I think he's quite. Uh, what's the word? He's charming in a way. He's also yeah. innocent, but he's got that lovable goofball. Yeah, trope. but he's also a hundred percent committed to you know the mystery shack and the family and everything. He's this. There's even a lots of throwaway lines where he wants to impress Stan and be adopted, be adopted. and become yeah. Stan Stan Junior. Yeah, there's that, a that's so cute. That's so. Lovely. I love Zeus and Stan's relationship. I love Zeus's relationship with literally everyone, like Wendy included. He's um, just so kind-hearted. Like, they really, that, um, they play into that, like, too dumb to be mean thing really well. There's so. a there's a line that Zeus says uh, in season one about the TJ Miller-voiced character, yeah. Uh, Robbie. Yeah. And when it, when he said it, it hit me so hard <laughs> that I honestly had to pause it and take a minute just to breathe. And it was, um... I've got it written down here. It was, uh, he sometimes calls me big man and I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And as a big man myself, I was kind of like, oh, damn. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> Bit uh, too real. I just want to show you an yeah. image. Um, 
real good for an audio medium, but yeah. sure, let's well, go. If you haven't seen Flapjack, yeah, um, yeah, and the character Gideon in this great character, um, Thorpe Van Orman, that's him. He he looks like a big buff sailor man. He's like, oh, sweet old me. Oh, we and have very similar beards. Yes, you do. He's bearded, he's bald, he's burly sailor looking oh, character. It's like and if me he, and you combined into a person. Yeah, into the perfect man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just, I just, I just love the fact that he does this, like, like yeah. Yeah, because Tom Kenny gets away with doing this SpongeBob type yeah. voice, but this guy looks like he would beat you up. Oh, yeah, he could take me. <laughs> but yeah, um, and he's the vo- voice actor for Zeus, yeah? For Gideon. For Gideon. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gideon, he, he has a really they good episode. He has a really good um, episode, uh, part in an episode where it comes to the Wax Museum episode. Yeah. The same one where. Sh- um, John Oliver plays Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. There's a really good scene with Gideon involved in that. Uh, we haven't spoken about Wendy yet, so what are your thoughts on Wendy? She comes in at my number, th- my third favourite character in the series. Um, yeah, I really, I really like her. I like how they set up um, the whole Dipper falling in love with her because she's like a cool, aloof, slightly older, like, teenage girl. Yeah, she's rad. Yeah. She's <laughs> legitimately rad. And how they put, um, like, of course, he's going to fall in love with her. And there's none of this, like, oh, she grows to like him at the end of no. season one and they come together. No, she's like, she addresses, she's like, no, I, I get that you like me. That makes sense. But, like, you. You're 12. No, they're, no, they yeah, are 12, 12 and she's 16. Yeah. Yeah. There's also, uh, when the time travel comes in, there's a scene where um, Dipper meets a younger Wendy and Wendy goes, oh, I think you're cute. And Dipper's like, oh, yeah, I don't, this is weird. And Mabel's like, yeah, now you know how she feels. Yeah. And I think it's a really good moment for Dipper to realise. It's like, oh, yeah. And you actually see him stop and take a moment to be like, oh, fuck. So Alex voices... um, Seuss? Yes, Seuss and Grunkle Stan. Oh, that's good. Wow, those two very different voices. Yeah. Fucking take notes, Justin Roiland. <laughs> I think <laughs> I don't know why I'm throwing so much shade at Justin Roiland, like I one of the most successful voice actors of that generation. Yeah, he's amazing. He addresses the fact that he's got like two voices. Yeah, he um, Alex also voices Bill as well too. Bill Cipher. Oh, Bill yeah, Cipher. Yeah. Well, we haven't spoken about Bill at all. It's probably a good yeah. point to jump into the. The main uh, protagonist, oh, antagonist of the yeah. series, Bill Cipher, whose design is great. Like yeah, it's just great, fantastic. Yeah. So if you haven't watched the series, this is probably going to be pretty spoilery because he doesn't come into, you know, full kind of till the oh, yeah end of the first season. I that's another thing I like too the pacing. The, oh. And it, it builds up and builds up, and then the last two episodes of season two, it just cranks into high gear. Well, the yeah, I was watching this at uh, I think I was watching this with my wife. Yeah, it would have been Amelia. I was watching this, and she described the pacing as you know those um, attractions at water parks where it's a big bucket on yeah. top, and it's filling up with water, filling up with water, filling up with water. And then all of a sudden it tips out. Yeah. She goes, the pacing of that show is this. It's it's all these episodes, you know, add a little bit of mystery, add a little bit of mystery. And then all of a sudden 
Yeah, it it, it oh. falls. It the it, you know it, the weight tips it over, and all of a sudden yeah. you're just plunged into this world of craziness. It's like the end of this series is literally called Weird Mageddon, like, and it is amazing. Biz- oh, it's yeah. so good. The animation style gets crazy. It has these really good horror, almost horror elements to the animation that genuinely scared my children. Like, I think, <laughs> I bet, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just really good thing. But Bill Cipher is. Yeah, what a great villain. He uh, he does this great... Just agent th- of chaos. Yeah, like, and he yeah. does this thing where he, he plays... Uh, he, his tone in scenes will go from manic happiness to, like, deep demonic despair. And it's Yeah, and his colour will change. And I just love... I love his shape. I love his cute little top hat. Like, he's just a... He's an. Um, I I think he's a very amazingly animated character. I also yeah. love all of the triangles with circles inside everywhere else in the. Yeah. Uh, I, on my second watch through of this, I was paying attention to the triangles and I like. Have Have you everywhere. seen the Jim Carrey movie? Um, uh, the number thirty-two or whatever. Number twenty-three. Uh, the number something. The number I something literally felt like that watching this. I was like, "There's another triangle, honey, honey. Look in the window. Yeah, That's the mystery triangle. shack. The in the attic room is a triangle, the portal, there's there's even Gideon's mystery tent, and then mm. his symbol is the triangle making a star. Yeah. There's there's tr- it's triangles galore. Oh yeah. It's uh it's yeah, it's it's great. Um you know what I'm ashamed took me way too long to catch on to it as a joke. You know how there's those long panning shots of the mystery shack? Yeah. But the S has fallen off. Mystery hack. It took me it took me legitimately like eighteen episodes to see that and be like, oh, it says mystery hack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like one of those moments where you're like, oh God, I'm a dumb idiot. It's uh it was pretty great. Uh but yeah, Bill Soff is an amazing thing. Yeah, great, great character. And a good force of like as you said, an agent of chaos and a good villain that has no, you know, there's no light and dark on him. He's all dark. He's a yeah. complete and utter villain. There's no, there's no. Oh, this is why he's like that. There's yeah. There's no, no complexity. There's no like gray in this world. Would, he yeah. is evil. Yeah, he is chaos. He's just chaos. It's just like, I like that because there's not even much malice. He's like, I'm hmm. not like doing this to get back at you. There's no revenge like, element of this. It's just this is what I do. Yeah, I this is who I am. Stuff crazy. Like yeah. I just went and look. Cool. How funny is this? Mm. Like yeah, awesome. Yeah, really, really great uh, villain. And we, as we were talking about earlier, like the second half of the second season really ramps up the... Um, oh, your fez went flying, mate. Sorry, I have my dog here and he's eating something. The pod dog is definitely eating something. It's all good. I'll keep it keep it moving. Um, yeah, as I was saying, the, the second half of the second season really ramps up the, uh, the mystery element of everything that's going on. And uh, we get introduced uh, in that second season to the second pine twin... Uh, of Grunkle Stan, his twin brother. So what did you think of that reveal, Tyo? Um, I mean, we all kind of saw it coming. I feel like it was a bit of a hack reveal. That Yeah, they definitely foreshadowed. I like there's a lot of foreshadowing in oh, this. Oh, heaps, yeah. But, yeah, like I said, with the whole meta thing, there's also another um, note on that. Um, the When they released the video game character, the super ultimate, like, <laughs> yeah. ultimate mega meta punch, like yeah. they add meta in there. But yeah, that whole with the duck detective, where like, oh, it was his twin brother all the time. Yeah. yeah, but I I thought it was cool, and the Stanley and Stanford and mm. these 
opposites and it just really like it just really cemented my love for for Stan with this whole brother thing and he felt guilty and well they, yeah well they do a whole episode on their backstory and their backstory is it's it's not super fleshed out because it's one episode but still I feel like it's fleshed out enough that you get the intentions and the drive for both these characters straight off the bat and I think yeah. it's such a it's such a crazy thing for a series this short introduce a character in the you know i think it's a few episodes in maybe five ten episodes into season two it's it's definitely on the pointy end it's yeah i think it's past episode 10 like i think he's in the last quarter of yeah he's barely in it but when i think back of this show he is so prevalent in my mind because i i love what he brings to the show and that that doesn't take away anything from the first you know the other you know 75% 75% of this show that's not in, where he's not in this. Yeah. I think it just shows how well this show can stand on its own ground with characters and development that a character can be introduced so late and yet you still care so much about him. Yeah, uh, definitely. Just, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's amazing. Also, the character, um, the oh, I'm having a mind blank right now, the crazy local cook, the... Um, I literally have no idea who you're talking the about. Crazy dude who ended up. Oh, um, McGuckin. 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 Yeah, he's a local cook. I yeah. legitimately didn't see his twist coming. So if yeah. you haven't watched it, there's this character that's in it from first episode, and he's this kind of crazy Same. hillbilly. Um, There's the pilot episode where they introduce them in the nose. Oh yeah, no, so his second episode, episode yeah, monster. and he's like, um, yeah, this crazy kind of. Local kook, hillbilly, nut job, and then it turns out he's like super important to the whole story, and it yeah. legitimately came out of nowhere. It shocked me the first time I watched that. That that episode is really good. That's also another little thing. There's a little Easter egg in the Morty's Mind Blowers episode of Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Yeah, there's a little. Um, I think it's like DP and MP. Um, GF or something like that. So it's like Dipper Pines, Maple Pines, Gravity Falls. Yeah. But that's that whole... It's Doesn't good. Bill Cipher turn up in an episode of Rick and Morty? Uh, I just not, I read something I've about... Seen. But there's definitely... Like, yeah, there's there's a big nod to the whole Morty's Mind Blowers. Definitely comes off that. Also... And that's from uh, Rick and Morty, if Rick anyone Morty. out there doesn't also, know. Also, um, Justin does ads that are very interdimensional cable-esque in... In, Very yeah. much so, yes. Yeah. Uh, they seem like they're good friends, those two. From what I saw of the um, H3 podcast that were together, they seem to be... Um, Justin loves Alex. He loves his stuff. He wanted to buy one of these limited edition journals off him, but they were auctioning it off. Justin's like, no, can I Can I buy it? But yeah. Um. I just quickly Googled it. In the episode Close Rick Encounters of Rick Kind, Rick opens a bunch of portals to other dimensions. In the episode Big Trouble in Little Sanchez, a picture of Gravity Falls um, antagonist Bill Cipher can be seen on the monitor while Ben and Jerry go into counselling. That was Beth so... Beth not Ben and Jerry. No, it says Ben and Jerry. I, I wish it said Beth and Jerry, but it says Ben and Jerry. <laughs> I think it, it's obviously a spelling mistake on rickandmortyfandom.com. Get your act together. That's so unhelpful. Yeah, well, I'm sorry for to, reading that out. That wasted everyone's time. I'll have to go back and have a look at that. 
Uh, I, can can you go back and watch Rick and Morty again? Uh, I, I'm burnt out on Rick and Morty, man. A uh, bit of a sidetrack, but yeah. Uh, Rick and Morty fans ruined Rick and Morty for me. They definitely did, and Justin has um, addressed that before. Justin, Yeah, Justin has definitely addressed before yeah. that. He's sad, especially the Pip- Pickle Rick episode. Oh, He's Pickle like, Rick, yeah, man. I kind of wish that didn't happen. Oh. But... How no, many I, I, I love how many dipshits have you seen with a pickle Rick shirt in the last oh, four I, years? I know, or three years. Just so many. Oh, I was in a Rick and Morty group, and everyone's like, "Oh, oh Rick, God, you're oh. all Jerry's." Oh, like, uh, kill me! I'm so nihilistic. I'm so cool. It's like a, you're not meant to. It's like Rick's philosophy is shit. It's, it's built around like a, the, you're meant to not want to be that character. Yeah, Rick is not the character you're supposed to empathize with in that series. He's yeah. the bad guy. Yeah. But no, I like, yeah. I'll just have to go back and watch it, Pete. No, it's it's I like it, but yeah, like it's it's not Gravity Falls. It's not Yeah, there's uh, there's something innately charming about Gravity Falls and I think um I think it's the reason why on my second watch through of this show I one found it easy and two uh, to notice that I was not only was I finding it easy to watch again, but I was finding it more engaging to watch it again because I wasn't wrapped up in the oh what's going to happen with this mystery. I kind of knew the beats that were coming, so I appreciated the little details in between. Yeah, so you were just just enjoying so the show. Yeah, like I was just I wasn't because I find myself watching series, and I don't know if you're you know similar to me, but. When I'm watching, especially a mystery-driven series where you're, you're trying to work out something, oh, I yeah. find myself Always just too to. wrapped up in the um, in the plot of it. There's a um, a great mystery series. I keep saying mystery series. There's a great, I can't figure a word to describe it any other way. But there's a great series called um, uh, Orphan Black. I don't know if you've watched Orphan Black. It's a um, no. I I've seen an episode here or two when I peruse late night SBS. Yeah, it was a big um, SBS show back in the day. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know Orphan Black, um, it's just yeah, it's just a, a series about clones, and there's this really interesting, you know, narrative to it, and that you're always guessing and stuff. But uh, the first time, and I had to watch it again because the first time I watched that show, I was so caught up in trying to figure it out and solve it that I completely missed, uh, like, character development. You know, I didn't fall in love with any characters because, like, I just yeah, want to know what happens. you're trying to beat it sort of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. this dumb brain thing that, my like, I do for some reason that I can't just leave, let something wash over me. I have to figure it out and get to the bottom of it. It's stupid <laughs> because I'm I'm a big old dum-dum and I can't do it a lot <laughs> of the time. <laughs> uh, it's not good. Um, but, yeah, so the second watch through of this series, I just found myself, you know, sitting back a little bit more and taking it a bit easier. And it definitely let me kind of fall in love with a lot of these characters like Zeus and Wendy and Dipper. Dipper was my number two choice, by the way. I don't okay. think I mentioned it. So Zeus, Dipper, Wendy. Yeah, fair um, enough. I couldn't – like, I like the character of Grunkle Stan, but also, I don't know, he just reminds me a bit too much of a stepdad sometimes. And I have Fair issues enough. with stepdads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I relate to stepdads. Yeah, for obvious reasons, I am. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, no, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't mean to throw it. Fucking hell, mate. Edit point. 
No, I don't mean to throw stepdads under the bus. If you're a good stepdad, you're a good stepdad. I don't. Why are we talking about stepdad? <laughs> Fuck me, Philip. What are uh, you doing? Another bit I'd really love. Thank I'd you for changing this topic. <laughs> also in the dungeons, dungeons, and more dungeons. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, I think we're getting closer. These fairy bites are getting more frequent. Oh, Wax the fairy. There's like, a f- look. Listen, oh, it was a, a Zelda, Zelda reference. Yeah, um, <laughs> in that episode too, man. That episode's <laughs> fire. I didn't realize how good that episode was. No, um, it's amazing when they're getting weapons and a character we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, May, uh, Mabel's friend sister uh, friend is called uh, Grendel. Uh, Grenda. 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 <laughs> and she picks up a, a couch as her weapon. Uh, yeah, so cool, like lazy boy. <laughs> I love Grenda, man. She's the best character. She's so I'd just probably relate to her a lot. Going up being a uh, masculine young girl. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't think that's where you were going. I thought you were going to reference another thing that I grew up with, which was definitely a Grenda-inspired character in my life. Um, if you're listening out there, Lauren. Rough. <laughs> 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 oh, no. Rough. Oh, fuck. I should yeah, edit that one yeah, out. We'll just, we'll just not talk about that. Um, yes, I love the contrast <laughs> between... Her voice and Nikki Yang, like who's oh, it's so good. Her her Nikki, three friends are her two friends are great. Like I yeah. love those two, and it's weird because Dipper doesn't get doesn't get friends to bounce off. Yeah, they give her girlfriends, but he doesn't because he's just bouncing off Wendy. Oh, I mean they give they give Wendy's group. Yeah, and I think he's more. He's got the journal, and he's he doesn't need those extra points to his storyline. That's no. not what his summer um, because him and her are different. So they set them yeah. up very different. It's like she wants to like have a romance and make friends and do all of this other – she has other priorities and he's basically like, I want to work out what's going on here. Yeah, we haven't talked about the journals. What did you think of those as a kind of basically a plot device to move the plot forward? Amazing. Like, I loved really, the journals. Really amazing. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get a copy of – I, I li- like looked it up three days ago. Like if you want, I'll order two when I buy mine and awesome. I'll give you one. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. com shout out because it fulfills <laughs> all my fantasy sometimes. <laughs> fulfills all of your wishes. Oh, that's why it's called Wish. It's mystery hack all over again. Like <laughs> <laughs> another uh, really cool device they put in there for the whole continuity reset. Yep, the episode Spoilers. where the but anyway. the blind eye, the oh yes, yeah. So how yes. they do the this whole erasing memories yeah, and stuff like that. So like it addresses when um, Robbie, like when. Dipper gets the super ultimate meta punch guy. Yeah, and they erase his memory. Yeah, and it's like, it's really cool because I was like, why don't they address that? And I was like, oh, it's just just Mm. a a continuity thing. They're just like, yeah, we'll just reset everything. But no, there's like, they address that. They're like, oh, this is why no one talks about all of this weird stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good that they kind of introduce that. And they don't have to, though, because. Not only is this like a like you when you go into a series like a cartoon series like this, um, as a viewer you give it a certain bit of leeway with the willing removal of disbelief. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you for putting it eloquently because I was just going to be like, oh, you just don't think about things. You think it's just a cartoon. Yeah, you don't look at the mystery shack sign for too long and then you realize <laughs> it's mystery hack. Yeah. But yeah, the um the willing removal removal of disbelief. Of disbelief thank you. Um, but. This show just goes, no, nuts to that. We will explain it and we just won't, we don't need to hold your hand through this, but we're going to make this a a narrative that makes sense and is 
kind of. I, I, I didn't think of any plot holes. I mean, their time travel elements are pretty neat and tidy. Yeah. I also like that they Justin addresses that. Oh, time travel's hard. Because, like, he also says that with yeah. Rick and Morty not wanting to put that as a plot device. Yeah. But yeah, no, like, I, yeah, it's, it's really tidy. All of the... An amazing conclusion. Almost all of the loose ends are totally tied up. Like, it's a really... Really well. It's just a super satisfying end. Yeah. It's an end my brother would like. <laughs> Callum, he doesn't like ends. Have you seen Tim Burton's Nine? No. Fantastic animated film. Well, there's lots of films they end and they're like very like, this is a conclusion, but there's still so much more that isn't fleshed out. Inception, spinning the totem deal kind no, of thing. No, a good ending. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, no, no. We're throwing like, such weird shade. We throw shade at Justin Rollins, and now we're throwing shade at Inception. You, you threw shade. Oh, we. I'm Justin throwing you Justin Rowland. Please, I love you. Uh, Justin <laughs> Rowland, you have two voices, and it's annoying that you get as much work as you do. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like it. Yeah, there's a lot of endings that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, it's you get to sort of work stuff out. But this is really, like, wrapped up, all nice and clean. Here's It definitely leaves room for, Alex Hirsch has said, potential of, like, little specials or, like... Uh, there was this uh, post on Reddit. I wish I had the username who posted it, but there was um something about, uh, like, a, a, a spec script, like a, a trial, not like a fan-made... What's the word I'm looking for? Um. Anyway, like a fan made thing about the like a a, a follow up season where Dipper and Maple kind of return to Gravity Falls as oh, okay. as young adults, and yeah. it's kind of you know approaching it from that end. I thought that would be interesting. I'd li- I'd like to see Dipper and Maple grown grown up and kind of yeah. Um, like Hirsch has definitely alluded to the fact that there could be like a movie or little specials, but he really likes, as you do, like you don't, it's like Shrek. <laughs> like <laughs> they, they just. Uh, man, I'd love to see how you're going to tie Shrek into this right now. I'm they just, they just <laughs> waiting on bated breath. Be that dead horse. Oh. Like it just, they, they could have ended it as a nice standalone film and i know a lot of people would be upset because apparently shrek 2 is where it's all at shrek 2 is all right yeah but it just gets worse and worse it's no shrek happily ever after (laughs) but yeah that like that's he like i'm paraphrasing but he didn't want to shrek it (laughs) didn't want to shrek it um it's like and i think that's a good that's a good way to uh to approach a series like this not to shrek it in quotation marks but there has been precedent set recently with uh, making a movie after the series is wrapped up. Uh, Steven Universe re- uh, recently had a movie release. Okay, that's something I haven't watched as much. Of Steven Universe is on the similar vein of this with its kind of characters and development and overall plot arch. I think Gravity yeah. Falls does it a lot better. Don't come at me, Steven Universe fans, because I know you're rampant on the yeah, internet. Yeah, they're pretty. But that's what I've like from what I've seen. Steven Universe is pretty like pretty woke. Like, there's strong female characters. Yeah. It's very, like, yeah, and this seems to be, like, the same. It's this new era of children's cartoons where it really addresses society as a lot of people think it should be rather than as it is. I think I'm going to take a stand out here and say uh, it addresses the society as it should be, not just as a lot of people think it should be. I think yeah. I, no, definitely. I think uh, 
def- well, me and you both, you know, have young children. I think it's important for them to have, you know, strong characters that they see on TV and stuff that aren't just white men and yeah. that are, you know, strong, f- excuse me, female characters and yeah, definitely, especially like characters of diversity and stuff like that. Raising a girl, yeah, like, yeah, you've just got like, girl, I, yeah. I, I really want, I really want her to like. That's why I love. I've been watching so much Avatar: Last Airbender with her, mm. just because there's so many like pick and choose your your strong female. I characters. mean, it's I can't think of uh, a, a a a cast of characters that's a legitimate fifty fifty split between men and women. Like, uh, it's literally half half. It's great. Yeah, it do- it doesn't happen. Like, it doesn't happen in Gravity Falls. Like, uh, it's not to throw shade on Gravity Falls because I think it has some amazing female amazing. characters yeah, like definitely. Wendy and Mabel and uh, Grendel and yeah, they're they're just all great female characters. I, I think they're uh, yeah, I, I love this show and I think it does. Yeah, uh, definitely. It, it's definitely part of this kind of movement we're seeing in cartoons and anime. Well, not it's, anime, but def- yeah. definitely cartoon Western cartoons to much more inclusive. Like yeah, it's, it's, and which is. Amazing, and that's I know a lot of people get all a lot of white dudes get all oh, and it's just diversity for the sake of diversity. And, rah, rah. and it's like, wait, I want to make sure that my eye roll picked up on the camera. That oh. on the mic, yeah, uh, on the mic, yeah. But I get like, have you seen the newest Young Justice, the season three Outsiders? No, oh, okay, so wait, because I, I know season three came out, but it's not out uh, on Australian Netflix yet. Where, where did where did you watch it? Um. Okay, cool. We yeah. all don't need to say that because yeah. you just Morse coded a word to me that was illegal. <laughs> yeah. Pirate Bay. <laughs> I watch a lot of cartoons that aren't mm. available. You know, there's cool things called VPNs. Ah, I pay for my subscriptions because I'm a yeah. chump and VPNs. I, for someone who started a podcast, I'm fucking not tech savvy at all, hey? <laughs> like, I'm ashamed at how long it take took me to like, set up all this equipment and get it all working properly. Set up all of this equipment, two mics at Hey, there's a there's a, a there's a roadcaster pro here, man. It's got That's sound so effects on it. It's you know, <laughs> I like love it. for the record, he's trying to show how it has sounds on here and tapped his noni button and the, the <laughs> volume wasn't up. It never turned up. Yeah, look, I know how to do things. Tap. Uh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, like, I'll, uh, my wife does a lot of the tech stuff for this. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, VPNs kind of just make me go, I like, I'd like. If, Matt, if you want to come over and set up a VPN, fucking knock yourself out, brother. But, yeah, um, you're talking about Young Dresses? Um, yeah, I feel like in that there's um, diversity for the sake of diversity in in a character. And it just is, like, a little bit – it's – just a little bit boring okay but you like there's a lot of new stuff um and it's the same with gravity falls like there's a multi-diverse so obviously grunkle stan is like is jewish um like that if that is thing, he yes alex, oh, yes because alex Hirsch is the jewish. most jewish character i've seen in tv like it's like old school disney levels of uh, like a jewish stereotype but it's yeah. fine it's um, great and then like Zeus, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Did um, you see how they spell his name in the series, though? S O O S. Yes. I could love But then it looks at his ID and it's like Jesus. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. Jesus, yeah. And then, like, Mickey Yang's character is obviously Asian. Like, yeah. And yeah, like, I just think it's good, especially for its, like, northern Port Oregon. 
Yeah, yeah, it's um, Oregon, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's... Middle America, big. yeah. Oh, well, it's the West Coast. Oh, West Coast, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, north, it's like woodsy type. Mm. Yeah. Well, they set it up as like a lumberjack town and it really lends into yeah. that aesthetic with, you know, it's a kind of town surrounded by... The, the design of the town and stuff is... It's, fucking gorgeous like i love yeah. the way they animate and draw the town and stuff around them it's really yeah the animation in this series from start to finish everywhere you want to pick it is amazing like i said all of the little subtleties like the little hidden symbols the triangles like mabel's sweaters changing constantly like there's it's 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 a beautifully animated series. Yeah, it's it's great. It, like it, it has. There's so many strong points in just the animation alone. That by the time you take into account the story, the characters, the voice acting, and stuff, this this show, I think, and I haven't. Oh no, I'm comfortable saying this. I think this show is an an actual masterpiece. Oh, it's a it's a ten out of ten. It's in a, my book yeah. For this sure. is um, like of all the shows we've reviewed and all the shows we've talked about on this series so far. I think this is the first one that's an actual 10 out of 10. I can't fault this yeah, series. So, so hard to fault. Like it's, it's just, Imagine, it's, I'm going through my notes now. There's every note I have is positive, uh, positive. Um, I've got, I've got about 15 notes about the police sheriffs and we haven't even spoken uh, about them. Yeah. I love the police sheriffs. They, they just yeah. get these little skits every now and again and they're so great. Yeah. Yeah, they they're amazing. But yeah, I've got no I've got no I've got no notes about that it, any negative notes. It's all yeah, it's all positive. The, that's the same with me. Oh, like, I do. Really. <laughs> I wrote down one of the jokes that Zeus did in my notes cuz I think it's the funniest joke and I'm pretty sure it's in the first episode where the the pilot episode where they're chasing the gnomes. Yeah. And Zeus lends Dipper the uh cart to chase after and he goes he hands Zeus a uh, Zeus hands uh, Dipper a shovel and he says, "This is for any gnomes," and then he hands him a bat and says, "This is if you see any pinatas." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I laughed at that joke for admittedly way too long for a kids' cartoon, but it is <laughs> oh, it's so great. Like there's yeah yeah the writing's great, the character development, the character relationships, even like, like emotional beats. Like the uh, we mentioned it earlier, but the end of the time travel pig episode where, um you see Mabel kind of mourning over the loss of a pig. Yeah, and Dip is trying to get Wendy to like him and tries all these different ways and the only way it ends up, Mabel doesn't get her pig. And then you get to see like Dipper's like, oh, you'll be over this in a day. So he, he jumps forward and she's still there, sad. Yeah. Oh, you'll be over this in a month and she's still there. And it's like, oh, it's just yeah. gut-wrenching. Yeah, and, he, and then he sacrifices that. And then that comes back later on. Yeah, well, I mean... That's the thing. Nothing in this show is thrown away. Nothing in this show is a throwaway line or a throwaway set piece. It's all yeah, well thought out and planned out. It's like the first five seasons of Game of Thrones before... Before, before D&D decided yeah. to just <laughs> write Ruin it off. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just... Uh, off topic, but if you're listening, if anyone out there is listening knows the D&D guys, can you just give them a fucking strong fuck you from Philip? From the Dorktown podcast. Yeah, and Tyson too. Yep, fuck you. And I'm sure George R. R. Martin as well. Yep. You destroyed his dream of, no, I don't want it to become a TV series because someone will ruin it. You ruined it. Yeah. No, they probably And anyone, anyone out there who like, says... We want to 
direct Star Wars. Anyone out there who says, oh, but it's not that bad and, you know, you just have to take... No, fuck you. It's bad. It's terrible. You can't look objectively at the first seasons of those and then look at the last season and say, no, this is how it was meant to be. No, it's not. And it makes sense. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Fuck you. I know. I have so many issues with that. And, like, I'm a massive... Game of Thrones. Like I have a yeah. like a winter is coming ring on right now. Like I I'm love currently rereading a Feast for Crows. Oh really? Yeah. What did you? Oh, man, so off topic at the moment. But what did you think of the the Feast for Crows? Like I've I've heard it's one of the better books in the fact that its pacing seems a little bit more digestible. It definitely is, and it's the start of something new. Where the next books afterward, he breaks them up into like the next. Yeah like saga into two parts based on geography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I mean, I yeah, I definitely want to get into those books. We we should probably um we've we've gone man, it's probably time to wrap up. Um oh, so out. we'll give our final thoughts on oh. Gravity Falls. Um so yeah, what what are your final th- I think we've said everything. This yeah, this no, series can get it. It's a yeah, masterpiece. It, it can get it. It can get 100%. Out of it. This is <laughs> getting everything that I've got. Yeah. It it really is. It's yeah, like I said Amazing animation, amazing character development. Voice amazing, actors. Yeah, the, the voice acting cast. As soon as I saw it and I was like, wow, I'm, mm. like, I'm going to look at this voice cast. I thought that's that's fantastic. I mean, if you're out there and you're if you're listening to this and an hour in you still haven't stopped to watch this series, first of all, <laughs> kudos for being as stubborn as you are. And <laughs> second of all, watch this show. Yeah, like really, really watch it. If you like... Adventure Time, if you like regular show, if you like Flapjack, if you like good cartoons. Yeah, if you just like, like solid story, solid character development, yeah, solid animation. It, yeah, even Rick and Morty. But yeah, that's the thing. If you're willing to sit down, especially if you have kids, if you want to watch something with them. Something the whole family will legitimately enjoy. Yeah. Watch this because they'll love because it's pretty colours and it's fun and it, there might be some scary times where you get to hold them, but you will enjoy it. Yeah, it's... Like, uh, as a parent, get your kids to watch this. It's so good. Um, uh, yeah, 100% Gravity Falls can get it. We'll, we'll, um, is there anything you've been watching, Tyo? Like, what, what else have you been watching other than this? Um, been re-watching Neo Genesis Evangelion. Ah, uh, funny you should mention that. I have a sneaky suspicion that we might be talking about uh, Neo Genesis Evangelion very soon. So if you're listening to this and you haven't watched that series, maybe give it a give it a look. It's on Australian yeah. Netflix. Twenty six episodes in the first season. Yeah, and give that's it, it. Give it a watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been it's been really great having you in Tyre for this Gravity Falls yeah, episode. We've been we've been working on this for eight. I legitimately can't believe that's been an hour, but it, yeah, yeah, it's definitely been an hour. Yeah, uh, I, I could talk forever on Gravity yeah, Falls. I've been chomping at the bit to talk about this series with you. Uh, you got anything to plug, mate? Or any of your socials you want to plug? Or do you just... No, not yet. Not yet? <laughs> no, that's all good. Uh, we are at Lords of Dorktown on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Get amongst the people. Uh, like a picture of my fez and my dog. <laughs> keep it dorky, guys.